Hey, 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 welcome back to the Savage Life Podcast. And I'm your host, the one I creep. And I'm out the other host. It's been a while, Mark. How long has it been? It's been a little minute, a couple weeks, several weeks. It might be longer than that, bro. It might be like two months. Yeah, several weeks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not that we didn't want to give y'all some, you know, uh, entertainment and content. It's that, you know, sometimes our lives get a little busy with business and life. But, you know, to my knowledge, we're back giving you consistent material, you know, on a daily basis or weekly basis in a way. We're going to jump right into it. Uh, since we've been going, a lot of things have transpired in the world, in the city, that, that you know, that uh, affected our lives uh, greatly. Uh, example, Kobe Bryant died. What did he die? Uh, January? February. February. Like, uh... 26. Right before the All-Star break. January. Uh, yeah, January. January 26th. Oh, yeah. I ain't gonna lie, 2020 has been a rough year so far. It's only March. What do you say? Yeah, I think so too. It's it been a lot. Like, I ain't even gonna hold you. I've been about, been to about three funerals so far. Yeah, it's it been. Lost a basketball player, a rapper. Like, it, yeah, it's been a crazy, crazy. It was only, like I said, first of all, I thought like January would never end. Then, once it ended, you know, Kobe died in February, I think January, early February. And look, who else died this year earlier? Somebody famous. Uh, the Pop Smoke Kid. Yeah. The, the Pop Smoke Kid got killed out in uh, California, which is unfortunate. But uh, <clears throat> I don't realize he was so young. He was only 20 years old. Yeah. His and career was like just... just like, uh, he just got his foot in the door. Mm-hmm. And what these young kids don't understand about the internet is everybody's not your friend. Mm-hmm. Everybody doesn't want to see you succeed. Everybody doesn't isn't happy for you doing well. So... Once you start to betray a certain image, you create natural enemies. And they have no other reason not to like you but for your success. And he felt he made the mistake of thinking that he can go to another city and move like he moved in his city. A lot of people think that too. You know what uh, that little famous quote, I'm good in any hood. Nah. Not realizing that every hood ain't your hood. Like some places, that shit is real yeah. when you go to certain places. L.A., you know, they gangbang for real. That's that's a way of life out there. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. Out here, you niggas just try to play tough on the corner or, you know, different places, but certain places is a lifestyle. It ain't just, you know, you out here trying to rep your block. Like, and that's the thing is, he didn't get killed in the hood. He got killed in, Berman, in, in Hollywood right. Hills. Which means that we're in a new age in time. People don't realize that the goons, they watch social media. Yeah. Everybody like, oh, nah, niggas don't be knowing. Listen, you weren't about the cops seeing it. Niggas is seeing it. Niggas work all day long. You think about it, the streets is a little different. So niggas, the robbery game is really on a rise. So they yeah. and they taking shit. Yeah. So they 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 catching you. They watching your Instagram like, oh, alright, you know, niggas always let a post where they at at the exact time. If I post something at that location, I'm probably already gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's on famous. Yeah, like I'm and, not the, and the thing is, I think they said his homie made the mistake of posting an address. Mm-hmm. But even with that, even when I was only posting an address, just People that from that city can look in the background probably and tell where and you identify. are. Identify. Identify. Mm-hmm. And now on Google, when you put when you when you just have to put an address in, right, it shows the actual house now. Yeah. So now you don't even have to do too much of a homework to find somewhere somebody's at. Mm-hmm. But these young kids don't understand that how serious he didn't he didn't think that nobody would come and try to take his life forever they try to rob him for him. Right. Even when he was on his story flashing his American stuff, you know, his bags, he just went shopping. Something had his air dress on it. He didn't even peek. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it flashed it, but they had another picture when he was in the driveway in front of the Range Rover taking pictures. The air dress was in the back again. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. And, and it's unfortunate that, uh, you know, that he was murdered. But you got to, especially when you're famous, you got to move differently. You got to move like everybody's a threat. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that, you know, you got to be uh, uh, um, scared. You just have to be cautious. Everybody don't have your best interest. No. And, and, and here's the thing is, you're not, even, you're not a pussy for getting security. Not at all. You're not less of a man for, you know, protecting your life. Because you died for what? The jewelry you had and the money you posted. Mm-hmm. Was that worth your life? Not at all. Not one bit. And now we sit here, what, two weeks later, maybe, how long ago did he die? Maybe a month? Yeah, about like, something like that. Who's talking about it? You're starting to fade off. It's yeah, fading off. So the thing is, man, you got to understand why you're here, man. Especially when you get famous or gain some kind of notoriety or wealth. Mm-hmm. You got to move differently, man, and protect yourself and your family. That's it. I'm a regular nigga, and yeah. I, I don't move like that. Yeah, you always got to be aware of your surroundings. Like, I'm, I'm a real observant person. So, like, if I'm coming home and I park up, well, there ain't no way to park where I live at. But, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm coming somewhere and I'm familiar with the area, like, say I live in such and such. When I'm pulling up, I'm looking around for certain cars. Because, you know, like, when you pull up on your block, you know the cars that's on your yeah. block every day. Yeah. So now I'm looking at, like, but well, damn, what car is that? And, you know, like, you really got to pay attention. And the thing is, I'm, a, I'm a legit businessman, but I come from the streets. But you never know. It's, it, and for me, like, I, I still have certain habits that just don't die. Mm-hmm. Example, like, when I'm driving, I'm always in my rear view. For some reason, looking at cars, patterns move behind me. When I'm sleeping, I don't sleep hard because I always think, you know, something's going to happen. And that's just old habits from, you know, being in the street. And like I said, these guys don't take it seriously. You think they're untouchable. Yeah. And you got to look at it. If a dude like Biggie and Pac get killed, two of the biggest rappers in the world, what makes you think you can't get touched? On the main strip. On the main strip in both cities. <laughs> what makes you think you can't get touched? Right. It's no different. But so, you, you never know, like, that one envious person that's probably following you on social media. Everybody don't like... Listen, I'm regular. I'm a re- Again, I, I'm a regular nigga now. I have a lot of followers, but... Everybody don't like me. Mm-hmm. They don't like that I went from the streets to starting multiple businesses and now I'm success, somewhat successful. They don't like that shit. They don't like that you elevated yourself. So once a nigga starts to elevate yourself, you create natural enemies for somebody that they don't want to take it from you. Mm-hmm. And not even that. They don't even want to take it. They don't take your life. Mm-hmm. They don't want to see you happy and alive. It's that crab in the barrel mentality. Yeah, bro. And like I said, certain cities that you move, you go to, you've got to move differently. And LA's one of them. Yeah. LA's one of them cities. Look, look at all palm trees and sun. That shit wild out there, bro. Mm-hmm. Niggas will gun you down or they will drive. Listen, that, that, that shit is, is real, real. Like, when I was out there last summer, um, we drove past the jungle. You know, they made training day at. Yeah. They had to get special permission just to shoot in there. Yeah. And I ain't go in there, but we rode past it because, you know, it's the entrance to the yeah. projects. It's one way in, but it's one way out. Like, yeah. that jungle shit out there is real. Even, listen, even uh, when I went there with my man, uh, like, last year, we stopped past where they shot... Uh, uh, insecure. insecure at that little site. Mm-hmm. We think it's a tourist attraction. That's the hood. Yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I call my man, he like, where you at? He like, uh, I'm at uh, I'm at what's it? What's the place called? The Doom. The Doom. They like, nigga, what you doing around there? I'm gonna take a picture. No, I don't take a because get the fuck out of there. There ain't no place you want to take. But again, they made it a tourist attraction. And not just that. See, one thing, if if you if a person never been to L.A., they don't realize L.A. hoods don't look like our hoods. No, they look nice. Yeah, there's like a regular nice neighborhood, yeah. but it's really the hood. You yeah. be like, what the fuck? Like they hood. And then what you gotta realize, like you don't see how like like you that color shit is serious out there. Mm-hmm. So certain color, like right now, you got a crip blue hoodie, nigga. You go walk around in L.A. with a crip blue hoodie. Well, then you got a red G on it. 
But you don't remember that crib. You feel like, nigga, I don't want to bang on a chick. She a blood little crib. But you got a crib in certain neighborhoods, niggas will kill you with that color. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that you're not even from there. Right. They ain't right when you murder you, then they figure out you're from there after you die, but. Too late. It's too late by then. Respect the city, these people, and these cultures, bro. Not saying you gotta be scared, not saying you're a pussy, but stay alive. Like, uh, what you call it? Gilly put up a video. He said, niggas, he's like, you still a real nigga, but when you go to somebody else's city, you need to check in. Yeah, bro. He's yeah. like, you need to check in with certain people. Remember Pop? When he used to go to New York, he used to check in with the boy Haitian Jack. Because yeah. the boy Haitian Jack was like a major boy back in the day. He was connected. So, like, you know, you had to touch in with certain people. Everybody do that. But they think, you know, you a bitch if you do it. Like, no, nah, you're not from that city. <laughs> yeah. You don't know that city. Now, here's the thing. I wanted to do, like, regular rappers check in. Like, dudes like J. Cole and, like, uh, who's a regular rapper? Like, Common. Do, 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 do like, Common check in? Even do the country rapper? I don't know. But like, like it all depends on like if they but see you don't really see them like in certain places like that. They might be in like J. Cole, I might see him in his hood. Yeah. But I don't really see him like in the outskirts, yeah. but I'm pretty much sure they got friends. Do a dude like most deaf gotta check in when he comes to LA? Hey, you never know, probably so. I mean, because you got to think, a lot of rappers have friends. They cool with other rappers in different states, so they probably be like, yo, I'm on my way out there, or, you know, I'm going to be in your area. So they probably be like, all right, you know, hit me up when you get here, because so, so they, they might catch, be connected. And then they catch comment out there, like, nigga, today you're a rapper, you're acting. Or they run up on him like that. like, listen here, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should be wild, man. Did Martin do it so we can do this? Say no. <laughs> yeah, that shit's different, man. Like I said, it, it's just unfortunate to see because he was only 20 years old and he never really, he just really tasted a little bit of success. His career never really took off. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? I didn't even know who you, I was, my cousin go to Temple, right? I was taking her back to school and she was like, Pit Pop Smoke on. I said, Pop who? Yeah. So like, I literally just found out about him like weeks ago. Yeah, me too. And when she told me about it, because I, I heard him on a single on the, on the radio, on a, one of these songs with some girl. I thought it was 50 Cent at first because, with, with, yeah. yeah, the way his voice is, I thought it was 50. I was like, oh, shit, 50 back. But it, he sounded like 50 on the jump. And then um, come to find out, it was like his pop smoke. And I was like, I, I listened to his music. It sound, A lot of his music sounds similar. It's like, I guess you got to be like off a of perk or like in a party or something. And then, and he's just a, like he's the oldest party music. 20-year-old I've ever seen in my life. The who? He was the, one of the oldest looking 20-year-old. <laughs> Bro, he was, I mean. He, he didn't look like 20. Mind you, I mean, he was born like 1999, bro. <laughs> 1999. He looked like older than 20 to 20, bro. Shit. 99. I was in like what? Nigga, we, we graduated. I, what are you talking about? No, you graduated. I was supposed to graduate. Oh, yeah. I graduated high school. I was in college by 99. Yeah. I could have graduated. I needed one credit. Yeah, I cried. But the thing is, he, he almost would be our son. Right. <laughs> Literally. Literally. That's a crazy thing. And, I, and then I found he was Muslim. When I, I started seeing his obituary. Yeah, I didn't hear that until then. His name is Bashir. He got a Muslim name. Yeah. Because, and, and that was just crazy. Man. And then where, the homie he was with, where he was at? Why nobody got, my thing is, my question his, is. His brother was supposed to, from from what I've seen, his brother's always with him. The brown skin dude, right? Yeah. So it's, why, it's biological but my question is, why nobody got shot in the house with him? And from the reports, they said they didn't take anything. They just went in, shot, and left. Like, the, the bull came from the back. The other dudes waited out front, shot him, and then ran out the house, and they all ran off. So they didn't rob him, they just shot him. Yeah, wow. but here's the other crazy part: the LAPD reported that the nine one one call came from the East Coast. What you mean? The nine one one call came from the East Coast. Damn. Wow. So I'm guessing 
somebody was on the phone with either him or somebody else in that house because I heard it was multiple people in the house. That's what I'm saying. Why nobody got shot in the house for him? Right. And who the hell was on that phone call? For somebody on the East Coast to make the call, but nobody in that house made the 911 call. That's weird. Right. Real weird. And nobody bringing any, any of them facts up? I don't know. You know, like now, since it's starting to die out, you don't really hear much about it no more. Yeah. But I, I'm still curious to know, like, what really happened. Because that's weird. How you make a, a 911? You know how long that takes? First of all, you, you got to think. You got to even get the number. You can't just dial 911, LA. No, it, it, sends you, it sends you to a, a, a Philadelphia. Uh, right. City, you in a city that so you got to look up real quick how to reach the LAPD. So you had to Google it real quick. Call LAPD. Yeah. And all that time, no other calls from the house? Yeah. Or for cell phone. Yeah, nobody else in that area, I mean, in that house, reported it. So that's that's a little weird itself. Like my thing is, I be listen. Everybody in that house, we need to, we need to meet up, like seriously, because I feel like y'all might got something to do it. Nobody else got tagged, and he did oh. get robbed. Yeah, damn yeah, sad. And then we lost Kobe Bryant, bro. Yeah, I ain't gonna hold you, dog. That hurt, like like we, like 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 that shit really bore tears in my he eyes. Like with A Town, Nick Cannon. <laughs> and all these other, you know, people doing that. He took the second greatest basketball player of all time. Like, I ain't gonna hold you. That joint really hurt. Like, Kobe was my blood, though. And the thing is, it still don't seem real to me. It don't. Because you look at certain guys like Superman, they, they don't get hurt, they're untouchable. And, like, dudes, like, he are basically our age. Mm-hmm. He died at 41. And, and he's just gone. I'm not 40, though. I'm 37. They could be the same age, bitch. But yeah, we're just sad, though. You know, like, he had a, he had a great career. And then he was just in family mode. Yeah. On his way to practice with his daughter. Like, there's a lot of skepticals around that situation, too. Because I'm hearing that uh, the pilot had to get special permission to fly out that day, and mm-hmm. it was foggy. And LAPD yeah. said they weren't even flying theirs. They said they grounded everything and because the, thing, the visibility and was And the bad. thing is, he wasn't in a fucking bullshit chopper. Maybe was in like a, one of the bitlies of, of choppers. Yeah. So, my thing is, why. Would you fly knowing that it was a risk? Why fly mm-hmm. that day? It didn't make sense. But the sad truth is, you already know. It was his time to go. If he would have drove, same yeah. thing would occur. I mean, that's the, the reality people don't want to face. Why he just, if he would have walked, the same thing would occur. You know, you can't change yeah. it. You can't cheat death. Yeah. When it's your time, it's your time. Now, here's the thing, too. All of his wealth, to me, leaves the black community. So now all that money that he had and he obtained is no longer going back into anything black. Right. And not saying, I mean, his family deserves it because that's his family. Mm-hmm. But any kind of philanthropy that he possibly thought about doing in the black community is over now. Because mm-hmm. you got to think, it's going to take his wife a long time to recover. Yeah. Very long time. So it's just like, you know, who knows? Like I, I thought that it took a lot for her to even... To get back in the public eye, yeah. you know, just to even make a speech and give thanks to everybody for their support like that. I mean, you, you know, lost your she, husband and your daughter. Well, she didn't have to, really. Because, I mean, yeah, she did. I wouldn't have. I think she just did it to, to give fans, you yeah. know, the last goodbye and, you know, support. Like, even with her post on Instagram, I don't think she did that. I no. think that was, like, one of the PR people. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, that joint was tough, man. Mm. You see Mike, when he got up there and gave his speech, he was, like... Yeah, that's like losing Mike. Like, yeah, like imagine you lost Mike. Like I can't imagine Mike not being there. That's gonna be like you know the whole country gonna be at more, even yeah. more. Like because you gotta think Kobe 
was a great player, but you got to think Mike fans, like yeah, Mike fans, our parents, and you know, like that really our parents. Yeah, it was just like it's just like an extra generation on top of that. But it was just like you know, I'm I'm happy that you know I got a chance to like see him play. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, you see him live? No, I don't think I've never seen him live. I haven't got a chance to. No. Who else? I can't remember who I've seen live. Like I still, I'm, I'm still hyped that I got a chance to see Jordan play. I never seen him play live, but I see him play on TV. You know, like yeah. the actual games, not these. You know, the YouTube Jones, yeah. but like yeah, different. Yeah, actual games. Mm. That's sad, man. Yeah, that's right. And, that, and now what we're dealing with right now is uh, this thing called a little coronavirus. Yeah, that shit is crazy. So uh, the coronavirus started in a place called Wuhan, China, mm-hmm. and we watched it. You know, escalating spread in China like wildfire, and then somehow magically, it uh it traveled across the globe to Italy and America, and now it's in America, and now we're in a state of they're talking about uh quarantine in possible American cities where you know you can't come out your house. Yeah, that's crazy. This is my opinion. I think uh, Corona was a uh, biological war weapon. Used against China, you know, to depopulate their people, but it slipped through the cracks and was able to, you know, reach other people. And they traveled to places and went everywhere. But I, I just think all most of these diseases are man-made, man. Because you know, um, like you said, China is um, overpopulated. Yeah. And um, there's been reports that they've been in South Africa real heavy, trying to buy up property so they can migrate there because they overpopulated in China. Yeah. And that's, that's definitely a possibility. What's even crazier was um, back in the day, I think it was 81, it was a book by Dean Kuntz, mm-hmm. The Eyes of Darkness. And in this book, it said, in around 2020, a severe um, illness will spread throughout the globe, attacking the lungs. And uh, it was something else. Attacking the lungs. And he, and he was a psychic. How did he? What made him come to that conclusion? He, he wrote a book. It was like a, a fictional novel. Oh, he the, just made it up. And it started in China, but the the disease was called something else. It was called like the what you said, the Wuhan. It was the Wuhan. Yeah, yeah it was the Wuhan four hundred. But that's what it was called originally. But this book was. But that, but the, my goodness, that, that that is too eerie and too it coincidental. Was published in eighty one. I still go through that and the, the accurate accounts of that. Uh, Put placed it in the exact year and the exact location uh, that was taking place today, and now we're in a state of panic. You know, a lot of times the media and social media helps to fuel uh, panic amongst people. They got people running out to every market, buying all the water, buying all the toilet paper, which is dirty, by the way, because you should just start using toilet paper. You didn't have enough. Uh, and they're closing down unessential businesses in the city of Philadelphia. So now, we're at a place where I went to the market yesterday, and the shelves were like basically bare of everything. I mean, I got a few things, but it just wasn't in there. And now, they get, I guess the media is feeling a state of panic. And people are just panicking because they don't understand what it is, what it does, and the effects of it. So now they're talking about a citywide quarantine, possibly where, you know, you won't be able to come out your houses, whatever, whatever. But I believe it when I see it. But 
it's just uh, unfortunate. And like I said, most of these, uh, most to me, most of these diseases, man, are always man-made. They always have a cure for it. But I think if you follow the money and look into what's going on behind the scenes because of this virus, you'll get to the bottom of a lot. And again, you follow money, you follow what's going on. Now, I don't know how long it will last. Hopefully, it'll be over in about maybe two weeks, maybe three weeks to that. But it's affected a lot of people's lives, not only business-wise, but just life in general. A lot of businesses had to close, uh, especially smaller businesses. And uh, that affects, that means people aren't getting paid, such as at sports arenas or, you know, maybe Walmart or Target. People aren't getting paid. But guess what? The bills aren't suspended. The mortgage is getting suspended. So if you're not getting paid, but you still have to be billed, how does that work out? Do the people get a stimulus package or just big companies? And I mean, I just, I just think that, man, it's, it's, it has a lot to do with money. I can't figure out exactly how and what, but the origin of it is definitely money. So now I got I to gotta look into to find out, you know, uh, who possibly could profit off of uh, this situation because you know recently I've uh, ventured into stocks I made a few coins in it but you know <clears throat> in the past uh, prior weeks the stock market has plummeted to the point where you know certain companies you know it might have been a thousand dollars a share now we're looking at $32 a share but this is the best time to invest in certain stocks when they're low because to me, at some point, they're going to gain. So you're not going to bottom out. They're going to gain at some point. When, I don't know. So, I mean, like I said, do, do I fear the coronavirus? No. Because I don't see too many black people catching it or dying it. Yeah, I see celebrities talking about it. I think that's all fake. But you know what, though? I think um, it's serious. But I think it's like the flu. You know, like how people catch the flu, people die from the flu. I think if you got a weak immune system, yeah. then I think that's when you're dying. But I think the whole but, scare is the way it's spread. It spreads so easy. Look how fast it spreads. Like, like I, I look at Rudy Gobert. Who? Rudy Gobert. Yeah. NBA. He got it possibly from a little kid he signed the autograph for. Now, him playing around, you know, well, he didn't even know it. But he playing around with Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell got it. Now, you've seen that NBA game that they played prior to him having it. That's why... When it was great to have that game, somebody ran onto the court and said, yo, cut it. Don't don't tip off. They was like, what's going on? They had to cancel the game right then and there, right before the tip, like seconds before the tip because his results came back and he tested positive. But look at all those people he interacted with. That's the whole issue with it is how it spreads. They said it, it, it got an incubation period of um, maybe 14 to 24 days or something like that. Yeah. And that's what it is. You know, most stuff can't survive that long outside of the body. Well, the thing is, also too, I, I think that it can't survive in hot temperatures. Yeah, so if you, if you notice in higher places, you know, the islands or, yeah. you know, Mexico, stuff like that, it isn't out there unless somebody comes and brings it there. Mm -hmm. But then again, though, it's 70, 80 degrees there. So I don't think it's allowed. I don't think it can live in that. Atmosphere. It can't. It says uh, from, from something that I've seen earlier, it made sense. It was like the video was showing how like when it's out and it's like um, living like in your, in your cavities and your, um, no, your sinus area. Mm -hmm. It's because due to, like, the coldness of the weather, it can survive in, like, the cold and all that. Yeah, but they said they was doing tests. They show once you heat it up, 
yeah. and it get to a certain, you know, hotter temperatures, it mm -hmm. start to, you know, fall apart. Like, whereas like, you can't even recognize it anymore. Yeah. So basically, that means go on a trip, vacation. Either that or sit in your house and turn the heat all the way up to and 90. Guess, and guess who's going to Puerto Rico in two weeks? Hey. Boom. <laughs> Me, that's who. <laughs> I'm going to be out there cha-cha and, and, and eating chalupas. Listen, but it's, 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 you know, but for, for people that have a small business like us, you know, you, you kind of feel like with me, I ain't gonna hold you. I'm, I'm feeling it. Like, all my clients, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm canceled. I had upcoming trips. Um, well, it's a little different for me because, like I said, your business deals with interaction with people yeah. all day. My business deals with, you know, a service where I'm moving products. Mm -hmm. So I can, I can still operate, yeah. you know, without affecting me. But, you know, some people will be scared, some won't. Mm -hmm. But I can imagine, imagine being a restaurant yeah, where yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your business thrives on people coming in. Right. Because everybody don't want to Uber Eats. Everybody don't want to DoorDash. So imagine when your business thrives on people coming into your Because you got to think about it. People are like, all right, wait. Somebody's going to cook my food and I got to wait for somebody else to bring it. Yeah. It's like, ah. Uh, it's going to be cold. But I tell you who is probably doing popping business. Yeah. Popeyes and Chick-fil-A. You know Chick-fil-A always crowded. Now, you know that drive-thru is just. But then, but then some people are scared, too, of the person that's delivering it. Mm -hmm. They're like, listen, I don't, that's too many. Oh, no, but I'm talking about Chick fil A drive through They say you can still go pick it up. Oh, for drive through Yeah, you can't dine in, but you can oh, go pick yeah. it up. Oh, they, oh, they doing number. Yeah. That line's going to be crazy. That's the way Chick fil A do like a million dollars a day. Listen, Chick fil A never empty. Let me see how much stocks are in Chick fil A right now. I'm pretty sure. Listen, tell me, the only time you see Chick fil A empty is on a Sunday. Yeah. That joint always packed. I think they selling crack on a low, though. Chick fil A. Nah, they just know they just know how to corner the market, man. They yeah, have they great advertising. Good. They have great customer service. Customer their customer service is above and beyond best. It's my right. pleasure to serve you. Yes, you like. What the you fuck? ever been in their bathrooms before? They got lotion, mouthwash. You do? Yeah. I never paid it on mine. Yeah, go in there. You go in there and freshen up real quick. I'm still losing money in the stock right now. It's going down, but you know, like I said, eventually it'll come up. Let me look up Chick Fil A stock. See what they. I do. mean, but you know, everything is a risk, man. People don't understand it. They be like, no, I ain't trying. Nothing you're going to invest in is a sure thing. Yeah. Nothing. Like, you got to be ready to, it's, it's a risk. You walk outside your house, is a risk. You go into work, is a risk. Like, everything is a risk. You just got to be ready. Yeah. And the thing I said, the, th the, th the advice I give y'all about the coronavirus, try to make your immune system as strong as possible. Eat a bunch of fruits, eat a bunch of vegetables, eat things that's going to help strengthen your immune system. That's all I can say to you. And you know what's crazy? That's the thing that's not selling out. You go into the market, all oh, the fresh fruits and vegetables are I'm going to say you are. I'm having a blast. All the tissue <laughs> and paper towels are sold out. I, I buy fruits and vegetables all day. Right. People tell me they can go bad. They can eat the shit then. Yeah. That's what you mean. <laughs> what the fuck? And plus, if anything, your immune system should be getting stronger anyway now because what are you doing? You in the house resting? Yeah. You, you ain't got nothing else to do. Take your vitamins. It's a, it's a bunch of natural things such as ginger, lemon, uh, kale. I got this nice lemon and ginger tea. It's all that. Fresh lemon and ginger? Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's in the package, but... It's one of the herbal teas, oh, but okay. it's, it's good though. Yeah, but them, them, them herbs, man, they, they do good. It's the reason why they want to turn for your body. Mm -hmm. They definitely help your body, your immune system. Your body's a car, and if we don't maintenance it well, guess what happens? It shut down. If you keep feeding it, you know, BS, which is 87 gas, it's only a matter of time. What are you trying to say? I use 87 gas? Bitch, so no, you don't. <laughs> I use 87 gas in mine because I don't give a fuck about that car, but it's just crazy, man, what's going on. And everybody, yes. <laughs> I, I haven't seen too many black people catch it. Are, are we are, are our immune system like stronger than everybody else's? No, nah, I just think we're a little bit cleaner than they are. Yeah, I think we're savages, bro. 
They got, they got Listen, a, tell me how many times you've been driving and you look over, you see the bull all in his oh, nose, God. just like. Hey, man, tell me how many times you've been in the public bathroom with a white boy and he was the urinal. And just walk out? He just walk out. Yeah, he was like. You know, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, you grab the door handle wrong, you're like, bro, that's what I'm gonna touch. Like, when I go to public bathrooms, I never grab the handle, I never flush the toilet with my hands. Mm-hmm. I always use my feet, or I try to grab paper towel or toilet paper and grab the handle because the white boys are filthy, man. You gotta yeah. set booby traps and wash the hands. Literally, like. They're fucking savages, man. Yeah, I don't play that shit. They don't give a fuck. They is the filthiest. Yeah, I was, I was, where was I? At? I think I was down south, and um, this was the first time I ever seen it. They had like elbow hooks for the doors instead of handles, like to get out the bathroom. It was like you just hook it and open it up. You know what I mean? Jeez. It was, it was like a, it wasn't like a regular door handle. It was something like basically you pitch your elbow in it. And you know, you just pull the door open. Really? Yeah, I was like, well, I like that. So you ain't got to grab the door handle. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's definitely. And you just wash your hands, now you grab the door handle again. Yeah, that, that, that's my phone. You know, another thing, too, people do not wash their phones, they don't wipe them off. What you mean? The cell phones. Yes, oh, yeah. Your cell phone is actually dirtier than the freaking bathroom. Yeah, so every so often, what I do is I get the uh, alcohol swabs. And I swab my phone down both sides. I did the Lysol wipes on a regular. I mean, I think it's because, you know, like the field that I'm in yeah. and where I work at. But I've always been doing it way before the coronavirus. I even take my case off and yeah. Go around. wipe yeah. it completely. Like a Lysol wipe is not going to hurt your phone, people. Yeah. Just wipe it down. It take two seconds. Yeah, because you constantly touching. Yeah, you got to think. People go to the bathroom. You go in the bathroom. What you do? Put your phone down on the sink. Go to the bathroom real quick. Yeah. Pick up. Wash your hands. Then you pick back up your phone. Yeah, Not to mention, you're, you're constantly touching your phone all day long, all day long. Yeah, that's the only thing you're getting clean. Touch other surfaces. Yeah, now you're scratching your face. Yeah, it's just, I just suggest man, people stay safe, man. Keep your immune system up, and uh, you know, just take precautions. That's wash your I mean. hands properly. Wash your hands properly. Twenty seconds to wash your hands properly. Yeah, wash like, your nails. Motherfuckers. Wash the back of your hands. They be in a rush. They be in a rush to get back to Instagram. They the road. Nah, why the the whole back of their hand be dry. Yeah. <laughs> you be like, nigga. How you wash your, you wash your hands and dry them that good? <laughs> In 10 seconds. Yo, man, it feel good being back on the air. It's been a while. No, man. We got to stop taking these ideas, man. People always ask me, like, man, you're coming back on the show. When you're coming back on the show. I'm like, listen, I'm, I'm waiting on my partner, a.k.a. producer. And he tells me, my, my, the show is dictated around my producer slash co-host. <laughs> When he's available to do it, that's what I can do. Yeah, it'll always be like that. It just, like you said, life. Like, it just, our schedules be crazy. Yeah. It'd be crazy. Like, you know, my business hours is different from his business hours. So it's like, we be trying to just mash together. But that just means we, 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 we being productive with our lives. We're not just laying around watching TV, getting fat. You know, we, we all. I haven't gotten fat, though. Doing things. I didn't. I got lose 20 pounds. And I'm I actually right. came down. I was. Beginning of the year, I was 222. Right now, I'm 196. I'm trying to get to 175. 196. I ain't yeah. been 196 in years. I'm 210 right yeah, now. Yeah, but you're 6 with 2. I know. I can't be. I'm 5'10". I mean, around this joint looking like JJ. Yeah, different. <laughs> no, ain't nothing wrong with being 196. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, see me, I'll be cool. I, I'm, I'm, like, cool around 210. Like, now I just want to tone it up. Because I think even at 200, I might look a little like, damn, you all right, my man? No. I might be looking like the new no, camera. Listen, Michael Jordan at his heaviest was 220, bro. He's 6'2. He's 6'6. I'll punch Mike in the face. And Kobe's heavy might be like 220. Two, at 6'2, 200 pounds is not bad, bro. That's not- 96 ain't bad, bro. Let me get there. Probably next month. That ain't bad. I, but you know how I lose fast? Like during Ramadan? 
That's what I said. Like, I'm gonna go out fast, but I go vegan. Mm-hmm. So all I eat is fruits and vegetables and brown rice, and I lose it like that. I lost 28 pounds in 28 days. It's not hard. Right. People don't understand. Like, if you eat right and be active, yeah, you don't got to do all the herbal life. Nah. And all them little fake gym pictures with the sweat running off your feet. Like, come on. Man. No, that's too much. That's way too much. If you're working out, just do you. Do you privately. You'd be good to go. Yeah, that makes sense. What else we got? Uh, let's discuss. This, this is something that, that's happened to me recently. Let's discuss uh, the delusion of women. <laughs> do you know what I mean by that? What you mean? Explain. The delusion of women is crazy because you can tell women exactly how you feel, what you want, what you don't want, and and they will twist it to make it seem like you misled them or led them onto something. Case in point, you meet a woman, you can tell her, listen, and I, I like you, but I'm not looking for a relationship right now. I'm not looking for anything serious. Uh, you know, I just, you know, I'm going to kick it, you know, have a good time, right? She'll be like, okay. Right? So months go by, two, three, four, five months go by. Now she's like, well, you know, I'm ready for a relationship. If you aren't, then I don't think it's going to work. When you already told her that you didn't want that. And then when you say to her, listen, in the beginning, I told you I didn't want a relationship. Mm-hmm. Now you're the bad guy. Now you're the fuck boy and you misled her or you let her on. No, miss. I told you this, but I didn't want. You try to sneak it in there. Because they be, they be thinking that they can turn you and like convince you. But like... Yeah, so a woman thinks that even if you tell her you don't want that, she thinks you can, she can either fuck you good enough or spend time enough around you that you would change your mind. But you can't change the mind of a man. A man already knows, uh, you know, what level he wants to get with you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it ain't about time. It's just that, you know, sometimes he may like you, but... He might not be in a point in life where he wants a, needs a relationship or be conducive to his schedule. Because you know what? And, and then I hate that line, oh, people make time for what they want to make time for. But they that's don't, they that's don't not true. Yeah, like they don't understand. Like when you're starting a business, running a business, you your, your mindset being tunnel vision. And it's like you can't accept any distractions. Yeah. Your mind be focused. It's just like, all right, I got to build this up. Then they, they hit you with, uh, well, when we can build together. No. Because in between us trying to build, you're going to say I don't spend enough time with you. Mm-hmm. You're going to say I don't fuck you enough. You're going to say we don't go out enough. Or you're going to say we don't talk enough. Or they're going to be on some other shit like, oh, who that? Like, you know, like, yeah, I, I like my business, it, it has me crossing paths with a lot of females. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I already know for a fact that a female won't be able to handle that. Like, you know, right now I got merch going on. T-shirts and hoodies. Make sure I go check it out. M3 Transportation. Shameless plug. Go ahead. And, you know, you know, some people be like, oh, why is she wearing your hoodie? Listen, if a motherfucker is paying, I don't care. She can wear it. It's not like, even if I was giving hoodies out, it don't matter. Like, my business pretty much has me interacting with a lot more females than males. That's, that's just because the nature of my business. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, transporting, um, you know, kids in the morning or even if I'm transporting somebody's grandma. How many dudes is going around getting their grandma, you know, transportation to a... Uh, to a doctor's appointment or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's mainly like the female's hand on that. Yeah. So, you know, it's just like you got to think of a female. They're like, oh, I'm cool with it. But now what is that going to cost? That's going to be, oh, come on. I can go with you to make these runs. But are you really going with me to help support the business and to help 
with the business or are you going just to see what your possible comp- competition is? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, it, 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 that can come into play. So, that's why it's like, I like to stay, you know, focused on business because I don't, that other jealousy stuff, is, is nothing there. I'm trying to build this business up. And get also, this money. too, if your partner is an entrepreneur and isn't into, you know, owning the business, they will never understand your sacrifice and your schedule. Mm-hmm. So, they think you could just stop what you're doing and do what you're doing. When you get, when, when you're not an entrepreneur and you get all work, work is over. When you're an entrepreneur and somebody says, listen, uh, Malk, I need you to ride, you know, to New York for an event. And they call you 10 o'clock at night. Guess what? If the right number is right, guess where you're going? New I'm York. Going to New York. <laughs> so the business never stops. And if a right. guy like me, I own three and four and five businesses. So it's always constant activity. And, and it's just, it just not conducive, man. Women don't get that part. And then, like I said, when, when you when you, when you you don't go along with their program, now you're the bad guy. Or you didn't tell them the truth or you lied to them. No, I told you in the beginning. And see, people don't understand. When you have your own business... You have to go a hundred times harder than you was yes. going for that job. Now, when you get enough for your job, when you get enough to go to work, nobody questions you. No. But when you don't have a job, oh, where you going? Oh, you can't sleep in late. Yeah. No. Yeah. This is not a job, so which means no. I got to go even harder now. Yeah. Because guess like, what? When you when you don't, when you don't show up to work, somebody get that job done. Right. If something got to get done. It's still get done. Show up to work. If you don't show up to work for your business, you lose money. Exactly. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we don't get there. And again, I, I just think that, man, it, it, it's just, it's not hard, impossible, but when you're, when you're, when you're on the grind, like I am or you are, and you're in a relationship, I just don't think it's conducive for, you know, our lifestyle, business-wise. It, it takes the right female, like, and plus, you know what else, too? The female has to have activities and things that she's yeah, doing as well. Yeah. Because if she has nothing to do and all she do is go to work and come home, then she's going to be sitting there bored. Then she's going to be like, oh, let me call and see what he doing. That's fine. But now it's like, oh, you just called. Now you're on the phone not saying nothing. Now what? So now you're moving along again. She's calling back two hours later. Oh, what you doing? Yeah. You on your way home? Yo, like, yeah. you know, like, chill. Like, I'm going to be home soon. It's not like, you know, what you're doing to keep you out all day. Yeah. If you start early, more than likely, you might be home by the evening. You know what I mean? Like, by a good time. So where's like, you can still interact. Eat dinner and get some yams and go to bed. Yeah. Then repeat. But when they want, they want what they want. They don't care how they get it. They, they not. They not used to. It. They used to like men. Just you know, like I said, I I ain't, I'm I'm past my years. I did all my early wild stuff early on. So if I'm out conducting business, I'm out conducting and business. The thing for me is I don't mind being alone. That's the major thing. I don't mind being single, bro. It's not. It's not the end of the world. It's not like I can get in a relationship when I want to. It's just that I'm happy being single because for me, it's my peace of mind. And that's what it's about, man. Anything that interrupts your peace of mind, you got to move from your life. Fuck that. I agree. Fuck that. You got to get rid of it. Got to get rid of it, bro. That's my vibes. 2020 and on. That's the fucking vibes. You know the fucking vibes. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. But yeah, man, uh... Hopefully, you know, we survive this, you know, corona thing and we won't perish in between uh next episode. <laughs> right. Got that sanitizer for sale. Yeah. You know, I, sh- I should have bought a gang of water. Just Yo, you know, they caught the white ball. Uh, sanitizer, yeah. Yeah, he, he's like, I'm so sorry. He's hiding. Like, Fuck out Why would you fucking do an interview? Nigga, just sell the shit. And gave it away for free to the church, but like, come on now. Yeah, how much money he spent on the shit? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, now he's... 
I'm, I'm real sorry. I didn't mean. Yes, you did. No, Stop no, fucking lying. I, I see people you, on the news and lie. Why would you even go on your interview about the shit? That's like if I'm That's selling weed. He didn't want that jail time. He wanted to look sentimental. If I if I'm selling weed, nigga, I'm not going on to do an interview with me selling weed. I'm selling my weed. That's funny you said that. I just seen uh I mean, it's the other thing. It's not legal to sell it. Right. Is it illegal to the throw the price up crazy? So the thing is, you're being greedy, bro. You could if you pay ninety nine cents per bottle, sell it for two dollars. Mm-hmm. Two fifty. And not just that. If you bought it in bulk, you're going to make some money regardless. Money, if you bought it in bulk, just like. You buy that whole pallet of water, yeah. that pallet of water probably going to run you about maybe $400. But in return, if you look at um, every bottle that's in that case, it might be like 17, 1,700 bottles. But you only paid 400 for it. So, you know what I mean? And if you just sold it for a dollar, you're going to make your money. You're going to make your money back. There's no need to even you gouge you like that. Yeah. Like, you got caught. Yeah. Anyway, he white. I don't give a fuck what he got going on. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be all right. Should get jail time. He ain't going to jail for that. We would. Definitely. But he ain't going to jail for that. That's bullshit. But, you know, shit happens, B. It's just the way it is. This is America. It's America, people. But, you know, we got to wrap the show up. Let's wrap it up. And uh, hopefully we won't have too much of a hiatus between the next show. Wink, wink, Malcolm. (laughs) And uh, we'll we'll be back to give you a bunch of content. You know, keep you abreast on everything going on in the world, society, and internet. Make sure you go follow us. On Instagram, Savage Life Podcast. Make sure y'all check us out on all platforms. Follow my personal page, The One I Creep, on every platform. Make sure y'all go follow my business page, M3 Transportation LLC. Yeah, you know, until next time, man, I'm your host, The One I Creep. And I'm out, the other host. And we out. Peace.